the zone. Uh, got a lot to get to here before the program's done. We'll look at all the rest of the games this past Friday night. We'll preview all the games coming up for this Friday. We'll give you our uh, Chevy Player of the Week as well. You want to stay tuned to find out who that is. We joked with Chris Domino a little bit earlier that uh, the AJC.com putting out that list of the top ten high school football movies of all time. We'll give you our thoughts on that before we're done tonight at 8.30. But first, I want to bring in an expert. Uh, we talked to him last mm-hmm. week, had a great time. He's Dr. John Hyman from the Atlanta Sports Medicine Clinic. Uh, Dr. Hyman, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing very well. How are you doing? And, uh, of course, Jeff, we can uh, find Dr. Hyman. Yeah, it's the Orthopedic Center. Is the Atlanta Falcons' first choice to care for the players for that same level of care and access? Call their injury doctor hotline at 770-363-8770, or you can find them on the net at atlantasportsmedicine.net. Now, Dr. Hyman, our topic for this week is helmet-to-helmet collisions because it's been such a big topic around the, uh, the world of, of football both college and pro, and obviously it's a big issue in the high school as well. Uh, a lot of football fans get upset about the helmet-to-helmet penalty, but you've seen these injuries firsthand. Talk about why that rule is important, why you can't use your helmet as a weapon. Well, basically, uh, the, the primary concern is concussion injuries, which, as you know, are injuries to the brain or the brain stem. And helmet-to-helmet collisions are such a high magnitude of force, especially when you've got you know, guys running uh, head-on at full speed, that they're really at risk for, for significant brain injury or intracranial injury. Uh, now, uh, Doc, talk about the technology that's going on with the helmets as far as, I mean, has there been um, you know, many strides taken to, to try to protect them? I know they use the, 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 the pump before to pump the air in a lot. How are the, how are the helmets been developed to try to prevent these kind of injuries? Uh, well, interestingly, uh, Michael Vick's alma mater, uh, Virginia Tech, in 2002 or 2003, I can't recall, they did a study using embedded microprocessors and sensors in the helmets to look at the amount of force that was transmitted through the helmet when guys were getting hit on collisions. Uh, that technology has led to some subtle implementation changes in the helmets. Uh, Rydell put out a new helmet in 2002 called the Revolution Helmet, which is uh, used in the NFL and high school and, uh, and collegiate sports as well. That, was, that helmet was actually able to show a reduced injury rate for concussions, um, but it, it didn't actually allow you to recover any more quickly if you developed a concussion. But uh, you know, just, just this past weekend, we had a, an injury. Actually, I guess our opponents, the, the Carolina Panthers, had an injury with Dan Moore. Morgan, uh, he's had a long history of concussion syndrome and post-concussion syndrome problems and got kind of stunned in the, in the first half and, and was out and is out indefinitely now. So it, this, is, this injury affects you at all levels. But the problem with high school is, is that, you know, unlike the college of pro athletes, high school players don't have custom-fit helmets. And if the helmet doesn't fit them properly, you know, they just get one off the shelf, whatever they, they've got, um, they're, they're at some increased risk. So there have been some guidelines put out. I'll just give you a couple of them. One is that the face mask should be a couple of inches from the player's nose. Um, the, the ear hole should match up adequately. Uh, the, the bottom of the, actually the top of the helmet should actually be about an inch above the player's eyebrow. Um, and the chin straps are really supposed to be equal distance on either side. And if, if the athlete doesn't have a, a properly fitted uh, face mask or helmet, uh, these high school athletes are at increased risk, especially you know, with spearing and, and tackling head on. Dr. John Hyman, it's a pleasure to have you a part of the program this year. It's also a pleasure to be able to tell our listeners that for the same level of treatment that the Atlanta Falcons get for their orthopedic issues, you can give uh, folks who have high school-related injuries that same level of treatment at the Atlanta Sports Medicine Clinic. Absolutely. We, uh, we appreciate that. We, we actually have uh, this year run a Saturday clinic uh, whereby people can come in after Friday night injuries and, uh, and get uh, care, education, 
uh, didactics about how to how to prevent injuries and, and how to potentially recover more quickly from the injuries they've got. All right, thank you very much, Dr. Hyman. We'll talk to you later on. All right, take care. That's Dr. John Hyman there from the Atlanta Sports Medicine Clinic. Yeah, and we'll be talking with uh, Dr. Hyman all year long. If you need to, if you want any questions answered, make sure to uh, go to our website at www.79inthezone.com. Click on our high, uh, high school high five hair cuttery high school high five page, and uh, you can email us any questions you want. And we'll get them to the doc and uh, get you answered on there as well. I thought the doctor had a great answer to the question about how the high school helmet needs to fit. If you've got a question like that, like you said, just go to the website at zone.com The high school link gets you right there to uh, Dr. John Hyman's link, and your question can be a part of the program here on the Hair Cuttery High School High Five here on Sports Radio 790 The Zone. Don't forget the Chevy Player of the Week's on the way a little bit later on tonight, but want to run through a couple more of the games uh, from this past weekend. Jeff Buford, after destroying East Coweta, a 5A team uh, last week, 